0: I can do this. Welcome to the Gem Pass. This week, we are taking a look at episode 20, Island of Deception. In this episode, Gem and the Holograms get to go on a cruise ship so that they can be all cruise shippy mm-hmm. and the misfits follow them because the that's misfits, what the misfits do. That's what they do. Uh, shenanigans ensue because they always do when the misfits follow the holograms. And soon all of the ladies find themselves on a desert Island after falling off the cruise ship. They have to work together to survive. Will they die? We'll find out. As we go into this one, Showtime Synergy.
1: (laughs) I love it. That's awesome.
0: All right. So we start out this episode (laughs) with the greatest thing ever, where Gem and the Holograms are like getting on a cruise ship and the Starlight Girls get to stand on the deck and wave as their guardians leave them alone for goodness knows How
1: long? Abandoned. Well, (laughs) forever because they're going to St. Thomas. And isn't this in like California? Allegedly. (laughs) So So it's going to go through like the Panama Canal. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're never going to be seen again. It's like a a three week trip. It's, you know, it's fine. It'll be okay.
0: You know, Starlight Girls. I'm sure they left them with some dollars to buy some Mm -hmm. foods to eat. Two or three, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be fine. And if they don't have any food to eat, I'm sure they will turn on each other, as they have been taught. <laughs> so, it's not Star- very Lord of the Flies, like, really fast. <laughs> it's true. But let me tell you, the- this whole episode actually has a Lord of the Flies vibe anyway. That's um, true. Just different aspects That's of it. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, so as the Starlight Girls wave, sadly, complaining from uh, from shore as the cruise ship is going away, we also see that uh, the misfits are getting on this cruise ship and Eric does not want to get on the cruise ship. He doesn't like it. You know, he's complaining, why can't we just fly? But Pizzazz is convinced that there's some special reason why Gem and the holograms are getting on the cruise ship. Uh, There's some sort of publicity stunt and they will not have them doing publicity stunts without the misfits there to ruin it.
1: I am... It must be awful. It must be awful to live your life following someone around because you are so convinced that their life is going to be better than yours. You have to have the opportunity to sabotage it.
0: Yeah. I mean, come on, pizzazz. Do something else or go on a different cruise. Go on a cruise to Alaska. I hear those cruises are awesome.
1: Do we even know why they're going to St. Thomas? I mean, I know that... Oh, the holograms get Jim and the holograms get the trip for free. That was established in the poor orphan shop. Um, <laughs> but do we know what the deal is?
0: No, they just uh, it's never really explained. Like, they're going to St. Thomas for reasons and because, all right. Uh, probably because there will be some kind of concert there wherein they will wear their Martinique look. Oh, uh, that's mm. uh, that's way later, but um, <laughs> Yeah, there's, I mean, I, they say that, and it's only going to be, you know what, you said the trip will take two weeks, but you know, what's, you know, they get on the boat, and they settle into their quarters. Mm-hmm. Like, Asha says something about how they're only going to be there for three days. And once again, <laughs> this puts in a question, like, where does this show take place? Like, we have said before that it seems kind of like a San Diego, Los Angeles kind of situation, some fake California place. But in the episode Broadway Magic they were just going in between where they live in New York like it wasn't nothing like it wasn't a 6-hour cross-country extravaganza right, right. and now they're getting on a boat to St. Thomas and it only takes 3 days.
1: I really I really stand by my Stephen King book theory where um where there are two interconnected dimensions and one of them is actually significantly smaller than ours so it's like an earth um a a, a parallel earth but it's actually physically smaller and i think that's what jim and the holograms is it's like the size of i don't know the state of texas is is Mm -hmm. the united states and therefore it's pretty easy to do whatever you want to do i guess so also did you notice how tall the walls were in that stateroom I mean I've been much taller on a, than they would actually be. Right? I have been on one key cruise, so my sample size is very small, but it did not have ten foot ceilings. Like that no. was not a thing. I feel like there are a lot of things being misrepresented on this boat. Perish the thought <laughs> in the holograms and misrepresentation of things. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately for all of us, Rio is on this trip. And
0: he uh, makes a comment, I know. He makes a comment, where's Jerika? And they're like, oh, she'll meet us on the boat, quit your worrying. And then once they're all settled in, uh, the other holograms are like, Jem, are you going to be joining us as we, like, hang out on the boat? And Jem's like, no, I think that Jerica deserves to have some fun and spend time with her sweetie. <sighs>
1: it's very kind of her.
0: I guess so. But it just means more Rio.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my one and only tweet when I was watching this was, oh, Rio's in this episode, right, uh, uh.
0: but at least he isn't too annoying because right. he and Jericho go strolling on the boat. they stroll past the misfits who are like ogling men in their uh swim shorts, which I approve of, but uh <laughs> that's what they're doing, and then. Um, they see Jericha and Rio wander by and then Jerica and Rio, we get a montage of all these beautiful moments that, that Jerica and Rio are spending together watching the sunset off the back of the boat. Mm. And this is even before Titanic came along and like standing around <laughs> off the back of the boat is like the ultimate in romantic times.
1: Right. Well I I appreciate how the misfits true to character are like sitting around the pool complaining about their lot in life. Oh, no, we're on a cruise to a tropical location, and this is the worst thing ever. And I'm like, all right, you need to, like, buck up. (laughs) Yes, just
0: come on, ladies. Even if you're, you know, you're only here because Jim and the Holognick, blah, blah. blah. I mean, you're on a cruise ship. Uh, So what? You got wet sitting next to the pool? Guess what? You're sitting next to the pool. Right. Get in the water. Don't just ogle that man in, in the boxer shorts with the nice torso. Go over there and have <laughs> a conversation with him. Hit him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just Pizzazz doesn't really take time to just really enjoy life. I don't think.
1: No, she's too busy seeking revenge. She, she she's. If only she had precognitive precognitive abilities, she could like maybe enjoy herself a little bit instead of just becoming bitter and shriveled. Yeah. Sad. It's very sad. Anyway. um, Yeah. So Rio doesn't talk a lot. I appreciate that. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just a lot of them, them walking around. So, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. But then he he returns Jerica to her stateroom because
0: she's going to take a nap because Jem is the one who gets to go have dinner at the captain's table where the other holograms are already in progress, having an awkward conversation with him. It turns out that the reason why they have tickets on this fabulous boat for free is that the captain is a huge fan of the holograms, but they, the most ridiculous conversation happened because they're like his daughter, or maybe it's his granddaughter, Granddaughter. his granddaughter gave him our album for Christmas. I'm like, first of all, no, she did not. (laughs) Granddaughters are not like grandpa, you need to listen to this awesome rock band in the 80s because grandpa would have been like, what? That doesn't sound like. Whatever. Mm-hmm. What cool is that noise? to I Johnny Cash, right? You know, just this is not like Johnny Cash. This doesn't. This doesn't sound like the Beach Boys. I'm not listening to this new modern music. But apparently, he's like the coolest grandpa ever because he became enamored
1: mm-hmm. of
0: Dem and the Holograms. <laughs> and
1: and I wonder, do captains really have the ability? Unless they own the boat, like big big cruise line captains do they have the ability to just be like yeah i hear free tickets i mean maybe it's
0: probably like being like working for an airline where you have a certain number of say buddy passes that mm. you can give to people but it probably doesn't put you up in the kind of like 10 foot tall ceiling staterooms that the holograms <laughs> found themselves in because, you know, usually when you fly standby on an airline, you just have to, like, sit wherever they put you. And they'll, depending on the airline, they might put you in first class if there's a seat and if you're dressed nicely enough. So who knows? Maybe it works the same way on cruise ships. But maybe he's been saving up his buddy passes for, like, years. And he's like, oh, finally. <laughs> Someday,
1: there will be a rock band I love. <laughs> and I'll I will invite them get... on the ship.
0: Right. <laughs> right. And you know what? Probably also, it, it's good for the image of the the cruise line mm. to have famous, you know, rock stars coming on board. Not a hard sell. Not- right. So, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so the captain, while he's having this lovely conversation with Gem and the Holograms and talking about uh, how he's creepily in love with them. The misfits. It is pretty creepy. Uh, the misfits are at a different table complaining loudly that they are not sitting at the captain's table um and they're, throwing they're, they're, food throwing food like just acting they're being very misfitty, which whatever uh and then but possessed says something like everything here is horrible the food tastes terrible and this and the also service. this the service is horrible and and the music is boring and it all backfires on her because then the captain is like oh well we could change the music jim and the holograms would you like to sing a song
1: It's the pirate song.
0: Oh my God. So then we get (laughs) Jem. So they immediately they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And they just run up on the instruments that just happen to be there. Right. Magically. Magically. And and before the actual song begins, like as the opening keyboard is playing, Jem says, throughout history, the sea has lured hearts with its promise of romance and adventure. And then... We get set your sails. <laughs> Elaine, tell me how you liked set your sails.
1: <laughs> <A. M. laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, it's it's an okay song. It's it, it's fine, but <laughs> like,
0: the reason why we're laughing so hard is because this video. All of a sudden, they're on a pirate ship, right? And they're all wearing pirate outfits. Yeah, and it is amazing because you're just like, what? And they're all like terrible pirate outfits. Like it's literally on the level of the the, the cowgirl outfits in the Texas episode.
1: <laughs> yes, I mean it's like, it, yeah. yeah, like you go to, <laughs> like you go to the Halloween store and you're right. like, I want to look like like a, a pirate slave lady not sexy no <laughs> <laughs> a floor-length pirate slave lady dress and that is what i'm gonna wear like with billowy everything and it's uh and doesn't want to have like a red jacket kind of reminiscent of like the british uh during the revolutionary war yeah. and it's just it's uh, Let me tell you, the whole
0: scheme for this did not make any sense. No. I'm like, romance, adventure, not pirates were involved in romance or adventure, unless you're talking about um, romance books. Because I'm sure like, that there's like plenty of romance sure. novel that's about some people on a pirate ship getting getting busy. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> just like, I, come on now, did you? There was yeah. no other sea ship theme that you could think of. For
1: this. Right. And the the lyrics are very repetitive. Oh, set yeah. your sales for adventure. Set your sales for romance. Set your sales for the dream of a lifetime. Set your sales. Set your sales.
0: Set oh my gosh, she says
1: set your sales so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's not it's not the greatest music video not, ever. No. So yeah. Uh that is how I felt about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well then um moving on <laughs> after, after they finish with their pirate fantasy um the the holograms decide to with rio with oh god of rio course. was in the pirate fantasy yeah, he was right. he was a pirate person mm-hmm. let me tell you the dread pirate roberts could have destroyed everybody uh <laughs> and he was sorely needed um so, so yeah uh the holograms are like all right we're just gonna go off and jem says i i'm gonna go hang out with rio mm-hmm. um and but before they can continue with their plans, the shadiest, the shadiest person, comes up to them. Oh,
1: Alex isn't here to do this accent.
0: <clears throat> no, and and it's a shame because we we need Alex for this accent because I, I can't do it. But he he comes up to them. He's a crew member, and I'm just like, ladies, how can you trust a man who is drawn that way? Like he's drawn <laughs> to look like he's evil. It is it is so not okay. Um, and he says to them that it's the captain's birthday and the crew wants to surprise him. And so they need to get in a lifeboat and he's going to cover them up. And then when the captain walks by, they should pop up out of the lifeboat and sing happy birthday.
1: Okay, so I don't need hmm. <laughs> first of all, like I said,
0: nobody drawn that way should ever be trusted <laughs> and they should have known. They should have right. known he was up to no good.
1: Right. And then, okay, so I don't understand why, I don't understand a couple of things. So, first of all, they were just at the captain's table, and now the crew wants to surprise him? Right. They...
0: I mean, I guess it's nice, it, you know, for them to want to have the, the lady sing happy birthday to him. But seeing as how he just saw them, it just doesn't seem like, like he got his birthday present. Mm-hmm. They were at <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there was that, and then there's also, I think, a recurring theme, and something that we've talked about before, but you see the misfits, why don't you immediately think, oh, some bad shit's gonna happen, like, we should not trust people, we don't know, we shouldn't (laughs) trust a a person who's telling us to get in a lifeboat and be covered up, Mm -mm. because that's weird. Also... (laughs) <laughs> did the ship not have muster because the ship I went to, you had to go to muster and learn about like the lifeboats and that kind of thing. Isn't it like, did we learn nothing from the Titanic? Right. I, I just, it's, ah, uh,
0: don't do it ladies.
1: Yeah. Just use your brains. That's they why don't you have, have them.
0: To, they don't have the brains. <sighs> Cause let me tell you, it's just, there are so many times when Jim, the holograms, should have died or, or worse. I don't know what's worth the death, but died or worse because <laughs> of their just like naivete. being like, oh yeah, sure. We'll just get to this lifeboat. Let's cover us up. You're not looking shady at all, sir. Right. The misfits are here, but nothing bad can happen because of reasons.
1: Right. We're protected on this magic ship in the middle of an ocean. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. Uh, that made me think of, uh, we might get killed or worse expelled.
0: Yes. Expelled. expelled. They should be expelled.
1: They should totally be expelled.
0: Well, uh, as predicted by everyone who has ever watched an episode of *Gem and the Holograms*, <laughs> the misfits are indeed behind this whole thing. They have paid this crew member to to put the holograms in the boat, and as the holograms impatiently wait for the cap to come by, the misfits come by and pizzazz without really telling Roxy or Stormer starts fiddling with the controls for the boat for the lifeboat Mm -hmm. and i guess what they think that they're going to do is they're just going to like drop the lifeboat into the water and laugh as the boat sails away from gem and the Hograms. but things do not go according to plan because of incompetence um pizzazz like is holding on to the boat and the boat messes up and everybody's jumping around in the stormer and then roxy and they all fall into the ocean and die or yes. they all just fall into the ocean and maybe survive, but they should have all just fallen into the ocean and died at that point because incompetence is just terrible. Right, but they don't die because they can swim, and uh, but Jem can't find Stormer. Like she sees everybody else, she can't find Stormer. She realizes Stormer is under the ocean in the dark. This is all happening at night, by the way. So total dark. This ship is sailing away, but Jem's like, "Oh no, we have to go get Stormer." So she dives yeah. down. And and she finds Stormer sinking into the waters. And of course, of course, as she dives down into the water, interference rears its ugly head again, and the hologram of gem disappears, and Jerica. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Jerica thinks that Stormer saw her. I mean but it didn't look like Stormer saw her because it looked like Stormer was unconscious. Right. But whatever. When she gets to Stormer, she's looking like Jerrica. She pulls Stormer up to the surface, and
1: she looks like Jem again. But interference. Incidentally, Jerrica and Jem look an awful lot alike. Have you noticed that? It's weird. I, I have indeed. Yeah.
0: And I don't know. It's it was super dark in that ocean. I don't even see. Even if Stormer had her eyes open, how she could even tell who that was. Right. But also interference. We don't like interference. This interference thing—I didn't remember it being used so much. Like my memory as a kid does not is not filled with this much interference of the 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 gem hologram underwater or not. Right. (sighs) So the the next morning, the holograms and the misfits all find themselves washed up on a beach on a deserted island.
1: All alone and very sad. Mm-hmm. But Jim slash Jerrica manages to make an arrow out of uh, detritus that she finds on the beach because she has a plan.
0: She does have a plan because she's, she, once again, she's a, she informs the
1: other holograms that, like,
0: Stormer saw me as Jerica, and blah. and then, but what's weird is that somebody says, "Okay, make a hologram of Jerica," and then Jem says, "A hologram's not going to get us out of this, but a hologram totally gets them out of this."
1: I I, I didn't. It, how? <laughs> how are your batteries? Your Jemstar earring is low on power. Like
0: no. As a matter what? of fact, let's just talk for a minute about how never, not once in this entire situation. Does Jem say to Synergy, Synergy, since I know that you can hear me, since I am still Jem at this time, so mm-hmm. clearly these earrings are broadcasting, why don't you like call somebody mm-hmm. and let them know that we fell off the boat and where we are? I mean, you know, maybe, because it just seems to me the Synergy has to be hooked up to a phone line. You, you know, even it's hardwired, but she has to be hooked up to a phone line. You would think. So. Once again, Synergy is proving to be a useless supercomputer in times of great need.
1: Yeah, and and, I mean, there have been other situations, you know, we've talked about how Synergy has... um like awareness of what's happening around gem because she somehow manages to create somewhat appropriate holograms given the situation like the last episode with the dragon statue like she was Mm -hmm. able to create a hologram that looked an awful lot like that dragon statue you know so why isn't synergy aware enough to be like oh hey i can do stuff to help here it's weird it is weird just we conveniently forget that Synergy has to be able
0: to do something, but they do not even call on her. They don't even say Synergy. Is there something you can do Synergy's Synergy? Says, I can't, Jerrica, because you haven't hooked me up to the phone line <laughs> like I asked you to do so that I could access the internet and read <laughs> magazines and discover the world. Gemma's like, shut up, Synergy. We'll take care of that when we get back. Keep
1: harping don't on even me. do have that conversation. Just <laughs> let it go. I told you to let it go.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's just... So Synergy's no help. Right. Um... But once the misfits all wake up, and and uh, Stormer does, she's like, "Where's Jerica? She saved my life. Where where is she?" And they're like, "Oh, she must have run into the jungle. Oh, look, there's an arrow. She put it there. Woo! Well, Jerrica was a Girl Scout. She would go to the highest point. We should follow her, but not right this second because it's about to be dark. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. also they, they woke the up on the beach. Like time. they just woke." <laughs> Right, they just woke up on this beach, and they were in the water all
1: night, so like the is the day an hour long? Um, I don't know, they're not sunburned, so I I've, I've, yeah. yeah, <sighs>
0: uh, this this whole like all the all the things, but mm-hmm. all right, so basically what what Jem says is that what they need to do is they need to stay in one place. And they need to like build some shelter and get some food and all the holograms are like yeah okay I'll do this I'll go look in the bushes I'll do that and Pizzazz is all like we're not gonna do work what how dare you how dare you ask us to do work and then the, the best thing happens See, this is why Shayna will forever be in my heart because Shayna is like not even having it with this she rolls up up Pizzazz and she is like no we are not dealing with any of your crap right now. We're on deserted island, and we're all gonna cooperate. And I, you gonna do what I tell you to do? I thought <laughs> Shayna was about to take her earrings off. Like that's how serious <laughs> Shana got all of a sudden. That was pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> it was pretty cool.
0: So yeah, it was. Yeah. And and then they do like Shana puts them in their place, and Roxy and Stormer get to helping with creating the shelter and and finding the food. And and when Kimber, like, catches a fish or attempts to catch a fish, even Pizzazz you know, tries to help Kimber catch the fish, and they eventually get it together. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they have a feast that night, and it's beautiful. And then? But then, trouble lurks in the jungle. But before we can get to the trouble in the jungle, we have to have a misfit song. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, the misfits. Oh, the misfits. It
1: takes a lot
0: is the name of the song that comes up. It's because Pizzazz says, put more wood on the fire. She gets it growing higher. She's like, ladies, you let me tell you, it takes a lot to survive. And then we have this song with all of its like jungle drums and whatnot. What did you think of the song? Uh,
1: It's it's weird. It's, Oh, gosh, I found a cosplay of it. I was like, let me find a screenshot. Jog my memory. (laughs) Um, Like, I don't know. I watched the show twice, and I don't really remember the the song. I watched it twice in a row. Mm -hmm. And all I remember is seeing, like, their shadows against a rock. And I was like, ugh. (laughs) This has all of the jungle tropes in it, and I just can't even with it.
0: Right. And it's weird because it's like... In, even though I I have the song in my head right now, I think all the visuals that I'm remembering are all from "Welcome to the Jungle," which is another jungle theme song of the Misfits. It's like, eh. I mean, at least they didn't redo "Welcome to the Jungle." At least "It Takes a Lot to Survive" is appropriate to what they're talking, what they're dealing with right now. But it does also, I do remember that it features a lot of. um because as being a badass and doing all sorts of things that like she actually wouldn't do as we have seen, like she barely wanted to get up and help with the fish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I'm remembering now, like with their swirls of fire and, um, uh, magic synergy style outfit changes and, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, YouTube says it's possibly the best song the Misfits ever performed.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> that did not make my my top 11 list of that best Misfits. That did not, films. yeah. It did not. Begin in. I mean, it's an alright song, but meh. Meh. Yeah, um, that's, I... So, the next morning, the Holograms wake up, and of course the Misfits are nowhere to be found. And they've stolen the survival kit that they found, I guess, in the, the lifeboat. They They talked about that. And then um, so they stole the survival kit and have run off into the jungle. And Pizzazz has done this; like he's left them, she's left them behind because she's convinced that Jerica is off making the whole thing into a publicity stunt for the holograms. Like how Jerica could have known that they would fall off a boat right. and end up on a deserted island, and how she was going to make a publicity stunt out of being on an island with no people. I'm not entirely sure, but Pizzazz is convinced that that is what is going on. Of course, so, is. <laughs> so this is where this part of the the show becomes Lord of the Flies, because what comes up out of the jungle and attacks the misfits? Why, it's some wild boars.
1: Yep, uh, a herd, a, mm-hmm. a stampede of wild boars. What's mm-hmm. I don't know what the collective noun is. No. Um. Yeah, but wild boars. So. I didn't think the island was that big to have a, a It can apparently
0: of... support something like a dozen wild boars. All
1: right. Well, um what do I know? I I'm not I'm not a boar expert here. <laughs> um,
0: I wonder if all of those wild boars represent Jesus. <laughs> I wonder.
1: No, I can't go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was the first thing I thought of when I remembered that there were wild boars in *Lord of the Flies*. I remembered that, like, one of the like the, the wild boar became like this weird Jesus metaphor mm-hmm. until the, the one boy Simon then became the Jesus metaphor because they literally killed him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, like that that book was so messed up. Uh, yeah, that, that's my number one. I could have done without that in high school book. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. um anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: so the island of Lord of the Flies uh, is totally messed up but you know the, the holograms come up on the misfits in the middle of the wild boar attack and Synergy does something and saves them
1: <laughs> but once again
0: it's like how did Synergy know what to do
1: it was in... an elephant
0: how was it an elephant <laughs> on this island uh, because elephants are just
1: always in places where they shouldn't uh... i don't know i i I love elephants i will i I like elephants in a lot of situations but this was not not synergy failed i mean i mean she succeeded she she saved the misfits but synergy failed yeah 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 it should have been a dragon again
0: right that would have made just as much sense yeah um (laughs) so then you know after they have been saved Stormer is like, I think we should stick with them. And so they all continue on to the highest point of the island through this terrible jungle that is filled with danger, like giant, giant spiders, mm-hmm. giant spiders just landing on your hand. Kimber gets a giant spider on her hand and Stormer knocks it off with a with a stick and they both really <laughs> shook up. And I'm like, this is the this is where they first fell in love, I think. Ah. Like this is where Kimber and Stormer first like made that connection that would later spark into one of the most beautiful lesbian relationships that were on television in the eighties, so just keep an eye out for that folks as you watch this episode that that moment between Kimber and Stormer when they first look into each other's eyes and realize there's another woman just like there just like me out there in the world.
1: I missed that, but now I'm gonna have to fast forward through a lot so I can watch it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, Aline just, uh, she didn't know that, that these episodes were on Netflix. I didn't. I didn't. I've been watching them on DVD. I've been rushing home to watch them, like, right before we record things. Now I can watch them anywhere I am with an internet connection. Mm-hmm.
0: That is beautiful. It's on Netflix, kids. Watch your Gem in the Holograms. Yep. Um. Well, next up, the... They encounter a pool of water and get super Mm -hmm. excited and for some reason all jump into this pool of water as if nothing scary could actually be in it.
1: I like how Uh, they're so excited even though they'd been floating in water for an undetermined amount of time. Right? They're just like, yay, a pool! And they jump in and they're like, woo, we're just gonna hang out like we got nowhere to be and nothing to do.
0: Woo! And, but of course... Danger lurks everywhere because they're in the jungle, and it takes a lot to survive. <laughs> um, and the danger this time comes in the form of a snake sliding down a vine that Aja is using as a swing. Mm-hmm. Once again, what Aja? What are you doing?
1: Mm, nobody uh,
0: knows. No one knows. Aja lot. certainly doesn't. No, she does not. Uh, but just before this happened, uh, Kimber and Shayna had said to Jem. Do you think that Jericho should make an appearance so that the misfits don't become suspicious? Whatever the misfits are already. Subs- I don't even know why they're worried about they this They were
1: Jerica. born suspicious of everything.
0: It's <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, so, but so then when, when Aja's like, Oh, snake, Jem goes synergy. And then for some reason, synergy intuits that she should create a hologram of Jericho that swings on a vine, distracts
1: the snake and saves Aja. Synergy is really like the first incarnation of um of virtual assistants on the phone. They just yes. she just <laughs> listens all the time. It's mm-hmm. super super creepy. Um either that or there's a psychic link. Like it, it there's there's got to be some explanation.
0: Right. Like just it just all of a sudden did, and I don't even know how that snake was fooled. <laughs> Or why the snake was scared of like a lady swinging at it? I don't. Right. I, don't I will I don't bite know. the lady. She will go away. Yeah, I'm just gonna float away. Um, but Aja doesn't get horribly bitten by a snake and die, so I guess we can all be glad for that. None of this makes any sense. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> so then the the mistress are like, "Where have you been?" How come you're not farther along than us? And hologram Jericha's like, I got lost and I just got here, but I'm going to the top of that Mesa thing and you can follow me or not. And then she runs off into the jungle and the Mesa's like, oh, no, get back here, Jerrica.
1: Let's chase after the person who just told us she was lost. Right. Yes. <laughs> Best <laughs> plan ever. It's not, it's
0: not none of these things make any sense but of course because hologram jerica is a hologram she disappears in a flash of pink light and uh the holo- the real holograms then follow after the misfits for reasons mm-hmm. um and they run up to the top of the cliff in search of jerica and then they hear drum beats and when i was watching this episode It had been a while since I watched it because it's never been one of my favorites. So I think like the last time I watched it was on the DVD when the DVD first came out. And so I did not clearly remember, but I was like, please tell me there are not brown people actually playing drums on the top of this cliff because I can't deal with another race fail. (laughs) Luckily, that was not the case. I would not have been surprised. Well, that's true. (laughs) Like it could have very easily gone that way. But no, instead it was um, some sort of gramophone (laughs) playing drum music and Mm -hmm. they go into this little cabin and they're like, oh, it's just a recording of drum music. But then inexplicably, a white man wearing a quote unquote tribal mask leaps at them from the window Mm -hmm. for reasons.
1: Yep. Yep, there's there's a cabin with a gram- gramophone and a hairy man.
0: Mm-hmm. It's I just in in the notes that I wrote, I was like, What the entire fuck is
1: this? <laughs> <laughs> Furthermore, <laughs> Harry Man attacks them and immediately is like, Ooh, it's a bunch of people with breasts. I'm gonna flirt.
0: <laughs>
1: right. It's
0: oh. so he immediately gloms onto Stormer mm-hmm. because I guess he can sense the weakest member of the herd oh, no. pretty easily. <laughs> oh. He's like I mean he looks around <laughs> at all the ladies that were standing in front of him and who did he go for? The most insecure one.
1: That's true.
0: Just immediately, he's like, oh, "I've been living on this island alone for twenty years, but now that I see you, I realize that life has meaning again." My Me heart was broken, <laughs> and he has the most ridiculous mm-hmm. Cockney accent. Mm-hmm. Which, once again, it is really sad that Alex is not here because I know he would, he would attempt and and he would just nail it, and I'm not even gonna try because mm-mm. I mm-mm. no. Nope, not gonna try to. Angus B, that's his name, and I'm not gonna try with Angus B's <laughs> accent. But I can I can see why whoever broke his heart broke it
1: because he is- <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, and she she immediately is like, Oh, okay, I'll walk with you, strange man, who lives alone in a a jungle island forest thing. And it's just like Nobody, nobody is like, oh hey, me, maybe, 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 honey, you should come over here with me. She just like walks off with this guy. and It's y'all yep. are awful friends. Like that's much. that's all I have to say. Pretty
0: much, and and then like oddly enough, because this guy is talking about love and how much he loves Stormer, you know, after having known her for three seconds, mm-hmm. Jim and Kimber stand in the door, and Kimber's like, she says something like. Are you thinking about Rio? Oh, She's like yeah. I I'm like about okay. That. And then she says something like, "I guess love's not easy for anyone." I'm like, "What, what
1: <laughs> is this? <laughs> this is the worst segue ever." That's what it is. Right, it's just like some
0: random tender moment. That's, I mean, kind of sweet. But you're just like, why? Why are you thinking of Rio? Does any man professing his love for any woman make you think of Rio? That does not bode well for Rio. No. I would think. Mm-mm. Poor Rio. But um then Kimber ruins the beautiful moment by being like, Well, that's all felt that's all fine and good, but we gotta get the heck
1: out of here. Good job, Kimber. <laughs> At least someone has their eye on the prize. That's right? that's it. Good job, Kimber. <laughs> right. So, so yeah,
0: somebody asks about contacting like the, you have a phone why would you ask that but he's like <laughs> oh i have an old radio transmitter maybe it doesn't work dude hasn't turned it on in 20 years but it still works no because... he got lonely
1: a year ago he got lonely well, a year ago and tried to contact but
0: someone there was no... yeah that's because they were all too busy trying to figure out how to get
1: to St. thomas in two days from L.A. <laughs> 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 that's on to be listening to the radio in and out of range, <laughs> faster than you can blink. That's right.
0: Um, but because the ship is out there looking, listening for any word of gem and the Holograms, somebody does indeed hear them. And we are treated to the worst, the worst thing in the entire world, which is <laughs> the purple stubble. <laughs> real it's so...
1: It's not okay it's not okay it's not okay it's so not okay (laughs) and i don't know like how fast does does his his facial hair grow because i guess i I don't know it's pretty lush is all i'm saying
0: it's only it's like been 24 hours or
1: something but
0: you know it's i think that the stubble length was an expression of his deep worry that he had (laughs) It's 'Cause he was he's like sitting in this radio room, like with his head on his on his forehead, mm-hmm. his hands on his forehead, he's like, Oh, Jim, where are you? And then and then he hears their voice, he's like, Call oh, the captain. We've found them, we must go find them. And so the ship does indeed come for them. And they're all like, Yay, the ship is coming. Mm-hmm. And Jerica and Jim are like, <laughs> you know, one of them is a and one of them isn't. Hanging out in the cabin, and then Jerry, this is Jim says, to Jericho, okay, synergy, switcheroo, Rio can't hug a hologram,
1: but and he's gonna be on of... this skiff, yeah." And and did did creepy Harry dude know the coordinates of the islands? Like, how did they how did they find them so quickly? Are there is there dearth of islands? Well, and, and if there aren't many islands, why didn't they have people exploring them? Isn't there like I don't? I have so many questions.
0: I know, right? I mean, if, once again, it's like everything is condensed, so they should have been because there's only probably one island, one deserted island in the entire ocean in this world, and they <laughs> the were on small, it.
1: Small, small ocean. Right. So it's
0: like why? Why weren't you just? Why didn't you just go to that island? Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, everything's gonna be okay though because Jerika runs out real hugs her with his stubble and then she says something like you found us I knew you'd find us and my first reaction was he didn't
1: find you (laughs) you called him why did she always give him credit for things that he didn't actually do because I I think that's how feminine people are supposed to treat masculine people in our culture
0: everything is terrible
1: to get all my other podcasts on everything but it's like I just I kind of think that's 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 how we're socialized
0: yeah I guess so because yes yeah, like it, like like in the episode with the with the fashion book where she's like oh jerk is gonna be so proud of you when I tell you how he's like, but he didn't and also why are you waiting until mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yep all right yep so then they're all on the skiff together on a boat going back to the big boat and kimber is like
0: so now that we've been through all this we can be friends right wow. and stormer is is like well i guess so and so once again i'm like this is the beginning of their little romance because stormer was ready to be friends with kimber she's like "Ooh, kimber must be my friend i could do that <laughs> but of course pizzazz and roxy are like no way we don't want to be friends with you you're the
1: worst you know, but Stormer was with that that the hairy dude just a second ago. I know, I don't know. And didn't he didn't come with him? He did not. He he was like up, oh, gus, stay on broken hearted island. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Misfits are jerks. Moral are- of this story
0: is the misfits are jerks. The
1: misfits are jerks.
0: And it takes a lot to survive. And also, the hologram of Jem was sitting in that boat, and nobody knows it was a hologram, and I'm very upset about that. <laughs>
1: Nobody. Yeah. Ooh. Goodness.
0: And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And once again, the episode is short, <laughs> and so we are treated to not one repeat of a song, but the repeat of both songs. We get to hear "Set Your Sails" again
1: because we loved them both so much the first time.
0: That's right, and and you get to hear Jem sing <clears throat> "Set Your Sails" about twelve more times, <clears throat> and then we learn from the Misfits that it takes a lot to survive. And then, not only, we get a PSA. <laughs> oh, get yes, all the of that. PSA.
1: Oh, and it's you know, it's prescription drugs, man. Mm, so this, like, I don't know, six-year-old girl. It's hard to tell with cartoons, but this young child was sent to the pharmacist to pick up a prescription for her father. Hmm. Did that actually ever happen? Like.
0: I feel like even in the 80s, they would not have given adult people medicine to a to a teeny tiny child. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, yeah, your dad, I know him. Here, take his Valium to him. Right. <laughs> so then the, the another child is like, oh, I don't feel so good. And, she, and the girl with the medicine is like, well, you could take my dad's pills. They make him feel good. And then Jem leaps out of a bush and goes, no. <laughs> don't do it. Actually, she does leap out of a bush, but it would be funny
1: if she did uh, so th- so there used to be he passed away but there was a man in san francisco who would um along the piers um would have like pineapple not pineapple palm tree fronds and sit behind like mailboxes and stuff so he'd be like like this dude and he would have the fronds like over his face and then he would like, quote unquote scare people and he did it for years like like a couple of decades i think and and he's you saying jim jim like lumped out of a bush reminded me of that guy and uh how i don't know like how tragically funny he was and how i always gave him money when i walked by him in san francisco (laughs) so i
0: i don't know there you go listeners (laughs) <laughs> That's how I my feel, brain works. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> wait, what I've always found interesting about these PSAs because these, they're very obviously patterned uh, along the same lines as the PSAs that would sometimes appear at the end of G.I. Joe episodes. Right. Um, and what's always weird is like, how, where do these people come from? Like these kids will just be, I remember like the one that always like really impressed upon me is the one uh, from G.I. Joe about the kids who are sort of biking along this road and it's not really near anything. Like, I guess they're going to their houses and they see a, a, wires on the road like you know from telephone poles like the wires got messed up because oh. there are been a storm or something like
1: a live wire live wire yeah <clears throat> yeah live, yeah, live wires
0: wire. so one kid says hey let's take turns jumping our bike over it <clears throat> and another kid i guess the kid who has the sense um,
1: <laughs> says the one
0: let's not do that but then he also says i'm gonna go pick it up and move it out of the road oh and, and again, like, this is a live wire, like, electricity is sparking out of it, and it's kind of jumping around. And then one of the G.I. Joe characters, I think it's Roblox, literally walks out of the ether and goes, No! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it! And he explains why. It's, you know, you should never do that. It's very dangerous and all this. But I, like, I just remember as a kid even being like, where did he come from? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the road that they're on is just like some... You know, There's not a lot next to it. Just keep these people just literally show up out of nowhere. It's like some sort of weird angels.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, Jim was somewhere nearby with the Gem Star earrings and Synergy projected him. But since <laughs> since they could not do that crossover, they had to keep Jem shrouded. <laughs> she was literally behind a blow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean we should we should find that episode and watch for like a hint of pink glitter or something to see. Yes. But it would be
0: like those those shira episodes where there was like always that hidden little thing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure that's that's the canonical explanation for it. It sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: usually at the end of episodes, Alex has has dug up some trivia for us Mm -hmm. on this episode we didn't do that we we didn't do that so i guess you'll just have to uh be satisfied with our loving discussion of the psas (laughs) that were at the end of this episode um aline final thoughts
1: about the island of deception um it is not the worst episode and i didn't hate watching it so uh you know (laughs) so there's 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 that um how about you tempest it was cool. I mean, there wasn't a lot of Rio. You know, uh, there that's was some Rio, but he didn't
0: say much. He the wasn't awful. Th- it wasn't awful. And the worst thing we could say about Rio's involvement was that purple stubble.
1: <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was that was pretty awful.
0: Yeah, it was not okay. But you know, he didn't say much, and so that's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, purple stubble. Mm, bad.
1: Does the purple bad. stubble come back? I don't think so. Okay, good. But you
0: know. Uh, anything is possible that's true well so all right so so next week will be episode 21 we will discuss that it will be glorious alex will have returned to us and um it will i think we're we're gonna have a good time
1: yeah so um if you couldn't tell alex is the one who does like the really intense in-depth show notes um so you know send him a tweet and thank him for doing that every week um this is true. I don't know. I think we did pretty okay, though.
0: We did okay, but but Alex definitely would have had us breaking this down to an even deeper level. Mm. And he would have done the accents. You yeah. should also
1: send him a tweet thanking him for, for
0: doing accents.
1: That might be my favorite part of doing the show is Alex's accents. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Strike that from the record. <laughs> anyway. <Just kidding. laughs> so, Tempest, are you a hologram?
0: I am a hologram. I I, it. I do not actually exist. If you if you took away my Gemstar earrings, I would actually turn into a white lady from Minnesota.
1: <laughs> I've heard. I've heard that yeah. you're
0: actually a white lady. Mhm. Uh, the internet has spoken. Yep. <laughs> but when I am, when I do have my Gemstar earrings and I have my my hologram on, I get in front of the camera and I rant about how much I love certain books on my um my vlog, my vlog, the Tempest challenge. So there's that. Okay. It's what I do in my hologram state. Um, I'm also starting a new uh, video series called you done F-ed up. It's going to be great.
1: It <laughs> makes me laugh every time.
0: <laughs> I, and uh, I'm also doing a new uh, podcast series called the right gear, where I talk about uh, all the stuff that writers used to write and why they love it you know, their laptops, their, their pens and whatnot. So while I still have my earrings, if the misfits have not stolen them or I haven't dived into the ocean, I, those are the things that I do. And you can find all of these things uh, on my website at ktempestbradford.com. And you can watch my Twitter at tiny tempest for announcements of such things. But you know what you can't do. If you go to ktempestbradford.com, you can't see what is up to. <laughs> So she's going to have to tell us where we can figure out what she's up to.
1: So I have a podcast called less than or equal. Um, y'all might be, uh, excited to hear the episode that went out when this goes up. I think it will be last week. Her name is Tempest Bradford. And we talked a little bit about Jim and the holograms. Um, I don't know why I think you might be interested, but yeah, come listen to Tempest and me talk. Um, you can find it at less than or com. Um, uh, I typically talk to I I always talk to cool people about their geeky projects, um, and that's that's where you can find that. And then for me, um, I'm on Twitter. It's at Aline A L E E N. I have a Patreon. Um, if you can spare a dollar to a month, um, it helps me buy equipment, pay for um, hosting, all that kind of thing. Um, you can find that at patreon.com slash Aline. And I also have a personal blog, which I read it extraordinarily infrequently, but you can find it at alinemean.com. Uh, and I think that's everything you can find Alex, um, since he's not here to talk about himself, um, on Twitter at zero distraction and his website is ZeroDistraction.com. I think. Yep can not remember if it was .com or .net. Sorry, Alex.com. I'll say that. And you can find his website at zerodistraction.com. And I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, and if you love this
0: podcast, oh, if you yeah. enjoy our commentary on Rio's purple stubble <laughs> and um, our our theses about the burgeoning uh, lesbian relationship of Kimber and Stormer, then you should go to iTunes and give us a rating. Either clicky the the little stars and give us a star rating or even leave a review that says i agree kimmer and stormer are totally lesbian lovers that's
1: amazing amazing
0: so that would be super awesome so we would very much appreciate it if you would do that indeed okay okay so we will see you next week for episode 21 shows over Sydney.